Welcome to an episode of Roadmap, a podcast for aspiring product managers that wish to break into the industry. I'm Thomas Xu, a student at Cal Berkeley and your host. Unlike previous episodes, in today's special edition, we have Leona with us, who is an incoming associate product manager at Lyft, uh, and we'll talk about the APM program there. We will also release the episode with minimum editing so that you can get the latest and the most genuine advice before application closes. Uh, without further ado, let's jump right in. First of all, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Thomas, for inviting me to this podcast and happy to share whatever advice that could help anyone to get into a product manager role. Great. Uh, just as a start, can you give our audience a brief introduction of yourself and your background? Yeah. So like I mentioned, I'm Leona. I graduated from Berkeley last year. Um, and when in college, I studied um, quite a few di different disciplines. So I started across computer science, cognitive science, philosophy, and economics. And I felt that all of that bring me pretty naturally to landing a product manager or becoming interested in a product manager role, just because it's really cross-functional, really interdisciplinary. Um, and in the past, I've actually explored several different career paths before I decided to do product. So I was pretty into the startup scene and venture capital. Um, and after that, I feel like I like to do more down-to-earth work. I like to get a little bit more execution and hands-on experience. So that's why I decided to go with product. And I'm joining Lyft. Um, actually, I've joined and um, it's been my third day at Lyft and it's been pretty exciting. So yeah. How's it been? Is it, is it fun? Is it no good? <laughs> yeah, I think it's been pretty exciting and fun uh, to this point. Um, in the first few days, you know, a lot of things are just onboarding. So a lot mm, of logistical yeah. stuff, you need to set up your, you know, company, um, email, everything, you know, like yeah. all the access. Um, but yeah, um, I got introduced to my team, um, my you know, managers and everyone else in the team was really nice, really supportive. Um, if you reach out to people, they will try their best to help you to understand and you know, get used to working at Lyft really quickly. Um, so yeah, I think until now, everything is working out really good. Um, and I look forward to you know, the future endeavors at Lyft. Great. That's, that's great to hear. So we're jumping right in here. Uh, what was your strategy in terms of recruiting for your um, product roles? Uh, did you apply to a bunch of different companies or were you very like specific in terms of like what kind of program you want? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a really good question. I feel like, um, so first of all, there are only that many associate product mm -hmm. manager positions out there since, you know, only big, company, big companies are doing it um, and they are hiring for very limited positions. Um, but I think a good thing that I'm observing is that a lot more companies are opening up APM positions in this year. Um, yeah, I'm seeing more and more positions opening up um, across last year and this year. So I guess that means more spots for people who want to try out this role. But personally, um, what I did in my recruiting season was that I applied to a lot of big tech companies for their APM positions. But in order to maximize my chance and, you know, just to break into the product role, I also apply to a bunch of startups and small companies. I feel like if you're really, really just passionate in product and just want to get into it after, right after your graduation, then, you know, starting at a small company might not be a bad choice because that just get, give you the experience. And sometimes in smaller companies, you get more ownerships. So I would just say um, maximize your chance by applying to as much 
as many positions as possible, but at the same time also think about whether those positions and those companies are the one that you are interested in working in. Great. Um, you know, speaking of that, uh, what's special about Lyft's APM program that stands out to you? Yeah, I mean, um, I think every company has put in a lot of thoughts and efforts into building their APM programs. But specifically for Lyft, I think there are several things that stood out to me. So the first thing is that I think they gave APMs a lot of ownership. Um, so as an APM who's joining the company, you are given your own product space and you will be able to lead your own you know, uh, teams and uh, shape your own product. Um, even in your first rotation. So I think that's something that was really important to me. Um, I think overall, Lyft was a very mission-driven company and it's also reflective in their APM program. So throughout the recruiting process, as well as you know, from talking to a lot of Lyft's PMs and recruiters, I feel like I was supported and cared um, throughout the program. So I was not treated um, as just a no, no like, any applicants, I think I feel like I was treated as someone who wants to get into product and someone who is growing in the product role. And people are really, really, um, they're just really willing to give you the support and advice that you need. So that is something that's also really important to me. Um, I think the last thing that stood out to me was that um, at Lyft, whatever product or features that you are doing, you actually get to influence people's you know, physical life um, mm. and you're actually making positive change in the physical world. And I think that's also particularly you know, important to me um, and as I feel like when you're doing totally virtual or online products, the sense is still a little bit different you know, um, from actually making real changes in people's physical life. So yeah, I think those are the you know, main reasons that um, lives. APM program was particularly attractive to me. Great. Um, and, and did you do any uh, product internship before? Um, what what was your uh, what what does your resume look like? At the time of me applying, I think I had just one product internship. Um, even though I have several product related experience at the mm. past in the past, so. Um, that product internship was actually with a podcast company. So that was pretty fun. Um, I interned there for about a year. So it's a part-time internship. Um, before that, I had several um, experience in startups, you know, working in both product and business development. Um, I also kind of had my own side projects with me. So I think those are, those are the things that... Um, you know, product roles will be looking out for. So whether you are able to work cross-functionally, um, whether you are able to um, have ownership on something and really drive impact. You mentioned that you've talked to um, recruiters and previous APMs um, before. Um, can, can you tell us more about like, how did you, you know, reach out to them and how, how did you um, strike up a conversation with them? I did reach out to, you know, several PMs at different you know, tech companies before I apply to roles. So I think talking to people in the company is actually pretty important because firstly, it gets you the sense of what it is like working as a PM in that company because, you know, different companies might have slightly different definitions mm -hmm. of what they expect a PM will do. Um, it also gets you to know more about the company culture and you can sort of feel whether you, you know, like working in the company 
or not from you know talking to all those people. Um, so I think yeah, it's pretty critical to talk to people, just know more about what their day to day is like, um, what they do in their you know daily functions, and um, what they feel about their teams, their companies, um, and just get a general sense of whether you'll be a good fit for this role before you apply. Can you give us an example of what's one of the questions that you would definitely ask during the recruiting process? I think one question I'll definitely ask is, um, like, just telling me how your day to day is like. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what 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 are the things that you actually do? Um, <laughs> yeah, just walk me through what you would do in your like one typical day. Um, it's sometimes hard for PMs to answer this because, um, for a PM. Um, there is no right. typical day. Like sometimes your days will be filled with meetings. Sometimes your days will be filled with, you know, just writing PRDs, like product mm-hmm. requirement documents. And um, sometimes you need to do wireframes and stuff. But just in general, like how is your day um, like? And you'll get a sense of, you know, whether you like that work style or, you know, the things that they are doing or not. So, you know, pivoting back to, to the interview process, um, what was the process like? And, and what was the overall timeline? Uh, like for when you were um, applying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could speak um, in general because I, I also mm-hmm. applied to a little, you know, like a pretty much a lot of APM programs last year. Um, and I could speak a little bit more specifically for Lyft. So in general, like it kicks off with an online application, right? Either you apply in the online portal or you find a referral, but you submit your online application with your resume. Um some companies will have you answer one or two questions, like a short question um, with a prompt. Um, Lev is one of the companies that does that. So we'll have uh, like one or two short questions for you along with the online application that you can fill out. And I feel like this is a really good opportunity to just let the recruiter or whoever is viewing your resume to get to know you more holistically, right? So you can take this chance to explain more about maybe an experience they would like to elaborate on your resume, or you could just totally show them something that is not on your resume. So I feel like, you know, take advantage of this short question if you have. Um, And after after the online application stage, um, some of the companies will send you a homework assignment um, for you to um, finish. And usually they give you about a week or so to do that. Um, But Usually just take like, I think at most one or two days for you to really finish it. Um, Uber and Lyft are the two companies that, you know, do give our homework assignments. I'm sure there are more, but that, mm-hmm. they, that there's just like two on top of my mind. Um, for those companies that do not have this um, homework assignment, um, they might have recruiter screen. So that means you have like a 30 minute or like 20 minute phone call with a recruiter. So Facebook is a company that does that. Um, usually the recruiter will just ask about your background, um, what makes you, you know, want to apply for this program, and maybe some you know, specific short, short questions they have to answer. So yeah, that's about you know, the homework slash recruiter screen stage. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, um, if you pass this you know, round, you'll get moved on to um, official interviews. So for left, it makes up... Um, so there are like three stages that you have to go through. The first one is a product sense interview. So it's just a product interview asking you to, you know, design or improve on some product features. 
Um, and the second one is a product execution interview. So that means, you know, um, really get down to your metrics. Uh, how would you execute something? And the last one is the on-site interview, which makes up, um, uh, which, which is, consists of three rounds. So the first one is, again, product sense. The second one is execution. And the last one is the leadership interview, which is behavioral. So that is how it goes for Lyft. Um, it's pretty similar for other companies. So usually companies do it, do it in a similar fashion. Um, there might be some slight variations from rounds to rounds or, you know, how they schedule the interviews and stuff. But yeah, those will be the common types of interviews that you'll get. Great, great. And uh, how much time did you spend on those prompts? I think for the online application, where you just have like one or two short questions that really mm-hmm. just depend on people. I think I just spent like a couple hours on it, like maybe less than that. Because um, I think if you have something to write about, it's not that hard for you to put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the homework assignment, um, I do take a few days to just think about it and you know, getting to know the industry, um, research about what a company has been doing and everything else before I start writing it. So I'll say I, I didn't take that long to write the homework assignment itself, but I mm-hmm. took some time to really think about what I need to write and decide on what I need to write um, before that. Uh, was there any interview question that, that was particularly challenging or unique that you, know, you were given uh, at any point of the recruiting process? Um. Yeah, I'm not sure I, whether I could release any of the you know, like mm-hmm. interview questions, but um, so I'll just maybe speak generally about questions that I've practiced in my mock mm-hmm. interviews with other people. Um, I think one pretty interesting question that I got was, you know, um, as a PM, how would you measure the success of Amazon Prime? So at first when I got that question, um, like all I was thinking was really Amazon Prime in the sense of, you know, shopping, like online right. shopping. And I realized how narrow I was, you know, after I finished <laughs> the question and like talk this question through with my mock interview partners and, you know, do more research online. And then I realized, oh, there are like much more about Prime than mm-hmm. I initially know. Um, and I kind of just went in with the assumption that there is only online shopping and you know e-commerce. So I think it's really I think the lesson learned was that you know try to do as much research about the company as possible before you, you know go into an interview because more context it will bring mm-hmm. you a better answer. Um, and secondly, if you do not know about the product, ask like <laughs> clarify before you try to answer the question instead of assuming that you know everything. Um, and I think that's really important. So yeah, whenever you have a question, don't rush into thinking about you know what I need to do to tackle that question or solve the question. Like try to unst- understand the question first and know the context about the question before you start thinking about the solutions. You mentioned having a mock partner, right? Um, uh, how else did you prepare for the interview? Yeah, I think for preparing the interview, I just read, you know, the two most <laughs> typical books that people usually read, which is, you know, Cracking the PM Interview and Decode and Conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, and after you have like a general sense about what the common questions are like, you can start diving into practicing. So doing mock interviews with people you can find online or your friends around you who are also recruiting. 
So I would say, you know, do a lot of mocks. I think that is one single way to just improve how you will perform in the interview. But at the same time, don't over-prepare it because I feel like sometimes people prepare and mock so much <laughs> that, you know, when you get a question, you're almost robotic when you are just repeating the framework to try to use and just mm-hmm. try to fit every framework into the question. Um, I would say when you are mocking, like after you get a hang of how the questions are like, try to develop your own framework and think about how you approach this question instead of how the framework asks you to approach the question. And that will give you um, a better edge. Um, mm-hmm. And that will make, also make you stand out from the interviews because um, you are not just blindly applying the frameworks to the questions. Right. And, and do you still find the book uh, Cracking the PM Interview helpful? Because sometimes people say it's outdated. Um, I think it's helpful to some extent. Um, I feel like nowadays the PM interviews are kind of shifting towards maybe deco and conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you're interviewing for Google, then I feel like a lot of the things that they talk about in the cracking for P- cracking the PM interview is still pretty relevant. Um, I also think that it's just a way for you to get to know more about product management in general. Mm-hmm. and how to approach questions in general. So you might not get the exact same type of questions that they list out in person to PM interview, but you get um, kind of the methodology or the framework that you could use to think about different type of questions. Great, that's great. Um, and th- th- this might be a, a tough question, but looking back at it, uh, what got you the job in your opinion? Um, yeah, this is a tough one. <laughs> I think... Um, I think there are two two parts to it. Mm-hmm. So I think one part is definitely um, your preparation, right? And mm-hmm. it doesn't just mean the preparation that you did during your recruiting season, but like the preparation that you did in the last you know four to ten years, mm-hmm. or even you know longer than that. So yeah, all the foundations you built, all the things you've learned in school or in, you know, in your projects, in your extracurricular activities, they all come into play. Um, and then um, in the recruiting season, you need to prepare even more, right? For your interviews, for you know, um, doing all the homework assignments and stuff. So I think having really solid foundations and preparations um, will just make you um, eligible for the job. And then from the other side, I think um, knowing what you are good at and knowing what you are bringing to the table. So what makes you stand out? Like, is it that you have really strong communication skills? Is it that, you know, you have just really strong logical thinking so you can kind of have your own unique framework whenever you have a problem. Um, So understand what is your unique strength and what you bring to the table will just make you more confident as well as stand out more. During, during the recruiting season and the interview process. Sweet. Um, any resources that you would recommend for aspiring product managers that might be interested in applying in the future? There are several things, right? So firstly, you know, like books, mm-hmm. like what we talked about before. Um, I think YouTube videos and some online um, resources are really good. So mm-hmm. I watch a lot of um, mock interviews of, on YouTube before mm-hmm. I start mocking myself. Um, and there are sites like Exponent and 
um, I don't remember the exact wording, but maybe PM interview questions. So there are some websites that actually co collect um, real interview questions from, um, from tech companies. So you could use them as a resource to practice. And people also post how they will approach those questions on those websites. So you could actually mm -hmm. see how other people will answer the question. Um, I think Slack communities, um, I joined several you know, product related communities. Um, some are recruiting focused, some are not, but then yeah, it's a great way to connect with your peers and find mock interview partners, you know, update each other, support each other throughout the recruiting process. I personally have like a group of four to five people um, mm -hmm. together, you know, prepping the whole thing, you know, um, applying to jobs and then like just mock with each other, support each other along the way in the whole recruiting process. And I feel like that's really um, essential. So yeah, I think those will be the most important resources that I could think about. Great. Um, any last second advice or suggestions in general for aspiring product managers? Yeah, I think um, there are two things that I think are really, really important for people who out there who are looking for product roles. So firstly, if you are someone who is going through the recruiting cycle, so you are deep mm -hmm. into the recruiting stuff, you know, you know, trying to get yourself into one of the APM programs or maybe like new grad PM programs, I think um, an important thing that you need to tell yourself is that whether or not you get the job or whether or not you even get the interview mm -hmm. doesn't mean um, how good you are. So it doesn't really define how capable you are or how suitable you are as a product manager. So even if you don't get any interviews or, um, or, or you don't you know, go into any final rounds or you don't get any offers at the end, um, don't let that defeat your confidence and your passion of going into product. Um, yeah, I know that people mention this continuously, but I just want to say that, you know, it's mm -hmm. not an easy process. So don't be too hard on yourself. If you get rejections, try to you know, deal with it instead of um, letting it you know, just yeah, defeat you. Um, so that's one part. Yeah, don't let the results define who you are and you know how capable you are. And on the other side, I think for a lot of aspiring um, product managers, so maybe you're like one or two years away from the recruiting cycle, you're just trying to get to know more about this career path. I'll say try to talk to more people and really figure out whether this is the right job for you. Um, I feel like a lot of people right now are trying to get into product because it's kind of getting popular is a very high top um, career path right now. So you are doing it because all our friends or you know, everyone around you are trying to recruit for it. Um, but I would just say, um, get a sense of whether this is really suitable for you or whether you will really like the job before you dive into the recruiting process. Um, and yeah, just try to do more career exploration before you decide on one. So that would be my advice. Great, awesome. Uh, that will be the end of the episode. Uh, before you sign off, where can our listeners connect with you on the internet? Yeah, feel free to just search for me on LinkedIn. I um, usually try to respond to messages um, as soon as I can, but you know, as the schedule gets busy, sometimes mm -hmm. I would be a little bit slow in replying to messages, but I try to help people who are um, aspiring product managers out there because I receive a lot of help personally from LinkedIn and my personal network. 
um, when I was doing the recording. So I want to pass this on. And, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'll try to help in whichever way I can. Awesome. All right, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, the books and resources mentioned in the episode will be attached in the show notes on the landing page. Feel free to check it out, subscribe, or leave a comment so that I can improve and produce better content for you. All right, listeners, thank you so much. See you next time.